0: Hello and thank you for listening to this episode of the Ask a Photographer podcast. My name is Mike and I'm from Biblino.com. And today's question comes from Angela. And Angela says, I have a couple that booked me for their wedding. We hit it off straight away and the couple really liked my photojournalistic approach. I'm also super excited as their wedding is at a venue I've never photographed before. The problem is I received an email from the bride after completing my standard forms. I have a section in one of my forms that asks are there any special requests. What I received was a huge list of photos to take throughout the day. I'm worried that I won't be able to get all the photos or potentially may need a second shooter as the majority of photos look to be set up and it's not the way I photograph. I don't want to disappoint them. How do I let them know I can't take all the photos they're asking for? Good day, Angela, thanks for your question. I have a rule of thumb that I need to contact or get back to a, a client within 24 to 48 hours at the very most. And I do this just uh, just so it differentiates myself from other photographers because from what I've heard from clients is that photographers uh, tend to be a little bit slack in getting back to people and sometimes it's, uh, it's like a week or so. And the reason I'm telling you to get back to them uh, super fast is the longer you think about this angela the the more it's going to fester and it's going to drive you nuts isn't it it's it's like you you're going to put different scenarios in your head you know am i going to lose the job um are they going to be cross with me um are they going to snub me on the wedding day are they just going to go and hire someone else you know the, the fact that they've gone through the process uh, of meeting with you and they and they mentioned that they like your photo journalistic approach which you need to explain and set the expectations for the bride and groom straight away and let them know this is how you photograph and, and explain to them how those photos are taken yes i know that some photos when when we take at wedding they are kind of set up you know halfway or maybe a little bit a little bit more and we try to um, you know, put put our brides and grooms in, in in the best light, but at the same time, you know, we're um, you know may, maybe making comments or joking around with them, and that's how we get them to laugh. And I, and there are other moments where we just things just happen, just kind of like a, I guess like like a birth, right? There's a build up to <laughs> to a birth, and uh, and it reaches its climax, and then you know. Um, the the, the big occasion happens. Well, the same thing happens with photography, doesn't it? It's there's little moments that, that happen. Sometimes they uh, they uh, go as quickly as they as they come. And the little um uh, little moments that may be with the father of the bride or or the, or the mother of the bride or something with the bridesmaids. And then there's other times where, you know, they're really exciting and, and things just happen. And you know you, you couldn't have planned it better yourself. Now by people giving shot lists and I know that sometimes it, it can be annoying especially when they uh, take a shot list from from a uh, you know a wedding website that says you know the 50 must have photos from your wedding and it kind of builds this type of you know um, if you're not if you haven't got it you you know your uh, your wedding is not complete type thing and, and you know we're always trying to compare ourselves and, and what you need to do Angela is contact the bride um, or the groom, but it's best if you actually speak to both of them at the same time. If you can't, just with a person that you're actually, um, you know, um, most uh, comfortable with. And in this case, it looks to be the bride. And just have a a candid conversation on the phone. Give give her a call and just explain how those photos are made. And, you know, you don't have to go um, in complete detail, but you can. Sometimes it does actually happen. But I think just giving them a rough idea of how things are happening. And if they ask questions, that's when you can elaborate. Because sometimes if you give too much information of how you operate, that can uh, cause a little bit of confusion. And, you know, but but explaining to the bride in this case that if you were to follow the the shot list, that you may not be able to get all these photos. And because you're constantly looking at the, shots, uh, the shot list and trying to um, replicate what she wants. And I think that... You know, they will understand and setting the expectations early on and explaining to them, well, I can get these photos for you and I probably will be getting the majority of these photos. But, you know, just be aware that I may not get all of them. And uh, sometimes you just have to let things happen. And, and, you know, you you also need to explain to them that if you were to, for instance, um, let's say we're in the, the getting ready stage, Angela and you know the bride had listed 20 30 photos that she wanted you know with the bridesmaids and the mother of uh, her mother and then her father and then siblings and you know if you're there bugging people saying are you ready have you got your clothes on come on come on let's take some photos you're not really making it a very happy day for them and that's that's the type of thing you need to explain to them there is a time and place for that you know the big group photos after the uh, ceremony that's a definitely a place where you can you know take charge and, and command people where to go But I think you just need to be upfront and honest and explain that your photojournalistic approach uh, to get those photos, you will majorly get all those photos anyway. You you can't be certain that you will get all of them based on the way that you photograph. And that's what they would have originally fell in love with when they hired you. Now, you should offer suggestions and potential compromises because sometimes there are photos that, uh, well they really want for whatever reason and and some of those reasons could be because the shoes were passed down from someone or the bridal or, or the dress was uh, you know the mother's and they've altered it slightly and now she's wearing it to her wedding and and I know that sometimes there are places where there's nowhere to hang the dress or there's nowhere for you to photograph it in a way that just doesn't look well nice and you just have to uh, I think you just have to grin and bear it and, and just photograph it you know there has been times where I photographed dresses because the bride says I really want a picture of the dress just by itself and where the dresses had to be hung uh, and that was it wasn't anywhere flattering it was um, in a little hallway that had literally no light and what I did was uh, hang the dress or hung the dress and had the bride fuss over some jewelry that she was um, uh, playing with and that's how I photographed the um the, the dress, but also at the same time, and this is by chance, the father of the bride came up and handed her an envelope. And you know, they, they, they hugged, they kissed, and you know, she, she didn't share a, t- a tear, but you know, there was just a little bit of emotion. You can see that whatever was inside that, that uh, envelope uh, had, had brought her, um, you know, um, to be quite happy on her wedding day. And all while this is happening was the uh, with the dress in the background. So you can imagine um, where we see things like, like on Pinterest and places like that and Instagram where the dress is hanging. And because it's it's a very stylized way, uh, people think, oh, that's what I want for my wedding because it looks gorgeous. And it does. But uh, sometimes uh, when they get uh, ready in hotels that are just, well, they're just, uh, they might as well just be cupboards, really. They're so dark, dingy, and there's just clutter everywhere because... Uh, you know, you've got three or four people living in this one-bedroom suite. So that's what you need to do. Offer suggestions and potential compromises, and, and, and that will help the situation, you know. If she um, persists with um, wanting to have, yes, there's these must-have must, must have photos, well, then that's fine. Um, you know, maybe say to her, you know, I just need to get a handful of photos in each section that I'd like you to, you know, to uh, suggest for me to take. And, and these are the things you may potentially already be taking, right? So... That's just something to consider. Um, you also have to be specific on how long it takes you to take a photo. Because a lot of people think that uh, taking a photo, especially a set photo, is just, you know, you just, well, turn up and press a shutter. And we as photographers need to explain this because other stuff's going on, you know, um, especially if you're taking photos of the bride and groom. You know, there's walking to the location, you know, sometimes there are addresses that are a little bit difficult to walk in, high hills over grass, um, you know, they, they may have had a little bit of uh, champagne before and by this time of the day they're, you know, they're a little bit slow and sluggish and, and, and you know, they're, they're um, enjoying themselves, you know, they're giggling amongst themselves but, you know, they're photos that of course you'd be taking anyway but the, that's, I think, they don't think of these photos and they just think, of these stage photos is the right thing to do now if you think that you need some sort of assistance from someone maybe assistant from a friend or a family member or even another photographer that you uh, work with um, do it even if it's just for a couple of hours it'll take a load off you and especially uh, those photos that we take after the ceremony you know where we take the family photos sometimes the bride and groom have these ideas of, well, I'm going to take 80 combinations. And, and that's all well and good, but you need to explain some how long it's going to take uh, to do those photos. And also, you'll need assistance. There have been times when I um, have been assured there was going to be assistance from the bridesmaids and, 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 and uh, sisters and brothers um, that are there. And they're not necessarily part of the bridal, bridal group. But what's happened in, um, more times than not is they've only cared about their side of the family and they're not worried about the others and you know you can hear little comments from other members uh, other guests there and it's like well you know me as a photographer I have to make this run smoothly you know even though I was promised it just didn't happen that way on, on the day and you know to be fair to the bride and groom a lot's going on they can't be on top of everything and you know whatever happens happens and that's why if you do have some sort of assistance from someone especially if they're giving you a shot list of you know 50 to 80 people that you need to photograph because there's all these different combinations here absolutely you need to set the expectations let them know how long it's going to take and what was going to happen if uh, instead of doing these different combinations could you do bigger groups and and lower and and minimizing that that risk of uh, missing photos and that's really what it's all about you don't want people coming later on and telling you oh you missed photo of uncle george it's like well I really didn't know who the hell Uncle George was. So, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and just lastly, Angela, I think it's good business practice for us to have clauses within our contract that protects us about uh, missed photos, um, not just because we've missed them, but also um, camera malfunction and also um, missed photos due to rules of the house. There have been situations where I've been told that I can't get close to the altar, and, and that's fine. I've, I've got long lenses in, in, in my bag, and that's cool. I mean, I was uh, majority of the time I was behind the last uh, guest, and that's how I do tend to photograph it anyway. So it wasn't a big issue. If the uh, church was a lot bigger, um, there may have been um, a, a bigger issue because you know I only had a certain length uh, lens. And but you know there have been other times where it's been super dark. And you've pleaded with the staff to raise the, the house lights and they've said, oh, we can't because as soon as we lay, raise them, they're going to go full ball and then we have to step down to get to the level that you want. And they just don't want to do that. You know, you need to let the bride and groom know that it's quite dark and that you've gone and approached them because it's affecting your photography. And if you mention this throughout the day, they will go, oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. And and, and if they do see your photos later, later and they really like them, they go, oh, wow, that's that's amazing. You know, considering the conditions you you performed exceptionally well so the clause about having um, this information in your contract is not to wave it into your client's face and go you know this is it take it or leave it Uh, it, it's more as a safeguard I've had this clause from from the day one and I've never ever ever had to use it Um, I've always tried my hardest to get the photos and I'm sure that's exactly what you'll do it just gives me that peace of mind that if anything happens I can say that they did sign a contract that said that I wasn't liable and you're not going to have any issues there. So there you go, Angela. I hope uh, this helps you. Just remember, get back to them as soon as possible and just be on, on, honest and open with them. I don't think you're going to lose the uh, the wedding and I'm I'm sure you're going to uh, do an exceptional job and I think you're probably just over overreacting to it. And I think that the bride is probably going to be quite... Uh, quite lenient and work with you for sure because she would want and he and and the groom would also want their wedding to go off without a hitch so there you go Angela I hope that helps if you have a question that you'd like featured on the show go to biblino.com forward slash ask to submit your question I'd love to hear what you think of the show by going to iTunes or Stitcher and giving me a review and a rating and don't forget to subscribe so you get notifications of new episodes thanks for listening until next time get out and take more photos Oh look, it's a cat in front of a sunset.